Hi, my name's Johnny Good. I'm a professional musician and welcome to my podcast, Breaking the Shell. In this podcast, you'll find out how I overcame physical, mental and financial collapse and how through natural methods, practices and challenges, I became reborn, re-energized and successful in all areas of my life. So join me and break out of the shell of fear, negativity and frustration. Hi guys and welcome to the Breaking the Shell podcast episode 2 already Uh, and uh, this week I want to talk about something which profoundly changed uh, my life during a period of recovery and that's getting into running and more specifically barefoot running. So uh, when I was much younger, like when in my school days, running really was... um, the only thing, and I still say this, to, you know, to this day, um, that I um, found um, came very, very naturally to me, and I was just good at it. And um, when I say running, I mean much more uh, long distance running rather than explosive running. Uh, runs where you have to demonstrate a degree of stamina. Um, I just found that I had uh, the right stuff. Uh, if you will, for those uh, sorts of runs, those runs which uh, (laughs) most kids hate, uh, including me, Um, you know, when you do it in the winter and it's cold and it's wet and, um, you know, I don't know, do do schools still do that these days? But certainly when I was growing up in like mid-90s, cross-country runs would be cold, wet, um, sort of fairly unpleasant experiences. Um, but I'd always invariably end up certainly in the top three and sometimes the front runner. And uh, I'd kind of had no interest in it at all. It just happened to be that's how my body and mind worked. And uh, I was successful at it and did a few uh, sort of county runs and stuff until, uh, you know, I had uh, the free will um, by around sort of uh, 15, 16 to uh, pack it in and uh, focus on what I wanted to do, which was uh, play the guitar. Um so then fast forward to, um, there wasn't really much running about with me. I ran a little bit when I lived in London, but never anything serious. Just something once in a blue moon where I was like, do you know what? I, I just need to run. did a lot of walking. I was always on my uh, legs and I enjoyed walking a lot around London. Uh, worked a lot uh, as a busker, but also, you know, when, would be traveling to gigs on foot a lot. Uh, and I was certainly aware that I'd walk a lot more than uh, maybe other people would be inclined to do so. Um, but I enjoyed walking. So fast forward to uh, me being around 39. Uh, and um, uh, so we're talking four years ago. And um, I'm slowly healing from a whole load of gut issues. And um, I've lost a load of weight. Uh, I've done a lot of the practices which I talked about on, on the first uh, episode. Um, I've done a lot of sort of detoxing and uh, a lot of different things to to get in a position where my body's uh, beginning to heal. Um, But by this point, I'm really light. um, And uh, if you follow me on Instagram, there's a great photo of me from when I'd lost the weight. Just, you know, your typical holding the trousers out kind of photo, you know, the big trousers that I would have worn before. And I'm really, really super lean. I forget the weight, but I was probably somewhere in... Um, I'm thinking maybe 11 stone something. So really the lightest I've ever been in my life, I think. Or, you know, certainly since I was very young. Um, And 
I was getting into just watching calisthenics and things like that. I was getting energy back in my life and uh, looking to find a path, um, looking to find a path, a way back to myself. Um, and I think at the time I was watching a lot of Ninja Warrior and I was following uh, a guy called Tim Sheaf. Um, and uh, he was talking on his... Um, on his podcast or Instagram or something about this thing called Couch to 5K. And I'd never heard of it before. I wasn't in runny circles. I wasn't in fitness circles at all. I was a musician. I worked in music circles and um, I didn't really have those, um, those the information available to me. And you may well not as well if you've um, never got into running or don't know where to start. Um, uh, this, you know may well be a, a fantastic route for you too. So I had tried running when I was heavier, uh, maybe sort of uh, a year or two prior. So the impetus was there um, and I literally couldn't run for a bus. I joke you not, I could not run for a bus. I was. I remember feeling quite sort of disappointed by that um, and uh, just in really, really bad shape. You know, a lot of years of not looking after myself uh, had, um, you know, really taken a toll and uh, also sort of a fundamental poor gut health as well and a whole whole bunch of things, again, which I spoke about in the first podcast. Um, go check it out um, if you want to know more about that. Um, so uh, I picked up this Couch 5K, found out about it and it's essentially an app. You can grab it on your phone and you get an online coach for, um, I think it's three months and it will take you from... Um, not being able to run for a bus to running five kilometers. And I was like, wow, okay. That's like, that sounds like a huge challenge at the time. Like running 5K was massive to me, a massive mountain. Um, and I had no way, I'd never done any sort of pro coaching. Uh, you know, as I said, my run experience, my run days were from school. Um, so I'd not experienced anything other than run, <laughs> run boy. Um, so um, I, I was very aware if I just kind of steamed into something that I may well um, injure myself or, or just not have a mental road into the practice and the discipline of running. Um, just kind of didn't know where to start. It was a bit like kind of when I used to teach um, people guitar and they'd often reach out to a teacher, not because they couldn't, teach themselves or, um, you know, use online platforms or books. They just couldn't find a way in. They were like, it doesn't all click. And then, you know, when you teach somebody, particularly music, it's a real joy to see the penny start to drop. You're like, oh, that's what a chord is. That's why all these notes work together, you know, and people start learning scales and, oh, that's why you can do this. And, and that's why, you know, songwriting, there's certain chords which sound good together and it's really nice just to see the penny dropping all the time that's what I needed with running so I started the app um, pretty much straight away loved it um, so uh, you can grab this app on your phone you can get yourself a little pouch that's what I still use I just whack that on my arm you can kind of sync up with watches and do all sorts of things uh, if, if you want to um, but it just coaches you through and it starts off with um, short interval runs, a very gentle pace. So it starts off very much with like you're going to run for like a minute, I think it is, and then take two minutes off. Just get your heart rate back down again. Then you just run for another minute and it'll start you off with interval running. And then on different days, you might like be doing 
uh, two five-minute runs and stuff like that. And it's very gentle and it eases you in and it builds uh, the muscles that you need and it, uh, you know, it increases your uh, cardiovascular and uh, gives you confidence. It's great for your mind. I did it through the winter and I remember some pretty frosty days and it became almost quite spiritual for me to uh, turn up at the park and run and do the experience with the coach. Um, and uh, it was it was a wonderful three months. And sort of the end of it, I remember feeling like, oh, I'm a bit sad now. There's like the last bit is like, uh, you, you've done 30 minute run, you know, such and such a pace, congrats, you've done 5K. And I was like, well, what now? Um, so if you haven't uh, approached running, you find it daunting, you, you've tried it maybe and it's not worked out, you're thinking about it, Couch to 5K as an app is just superb. You can just, you know, put it into whatever store you use to get your apps and uh, uh, and grab a Couch to 5K app and get going with it. It's, uh, it's a great, great tool. What I would say is, and this was my journey, and I would recommend this part of it because it was successful, was I see a lot of people these days when I'm out running who are carrying a lot of weight, and I always think, wow, I like tip my hat to you guys because it looks exhausting, like really exhausting, and it's a lot of load on the body, and um, I really applaud the uh, mental strength to get out there, particularly if you're carrying quite a lot of weight to then get out there and do a run because that must not be easy at all. Um, but what I would say was I flipped it round and it's just kind of, I never had a conscious thought about this, but this is the way it happened. And I still believe this is, you know, the best way to approach it. And that is I lost the weight first and then started to run. So I started running lean. And the reason I think that was a great or is a great way to do it is because you're not getting that huge load on your body um, when you're running on your joints but also I never relied on running to be a weight loss tool and I still don't now once or twice I've kind of gone well you know I've, I've really gone for uh, maybe uh, a challenge and I've lost some weight but I've always um, made sure that I've got my head in the right space with regards to the food that I put in my body um, to work with my weight. And yeah, I mean, at the moment I'm training for a marathon, so I'm anticipating I will probably lose some weight. Uh, I have no doubt about that. Um, but really with weight loss, it's all all in the home and the food that I put in my body and getting that balanced and um, I'm working for me. Um, so that's if you were looking at running for a weight loss tool, that's what I would say. That was my experience that, yeah, of course, you could, you burn calories, but the sort of calories that you would maybe um, look to burn. I mean, for example, I think I did five mile run yesterday and it comes up, it says you lose around 500 calories. So, um, yes, it's quite a lot. But, you know, if you're, uh, I don't know, having a couple of beers or you're, um, you know, eating crisps or, or, or you can you can easily just put that on every day. Uh, easily and you might be doing a load of running really feeling in your body but not actually losing uh, very much weight so um yeah uh, as a as a weight loss tool uh, i would definitely say sort of you know encouraged to get running once you've got that some of that weight off um all like me ended up getting quite lean and doing a lot of healing and then going at it because uh, i was so light uh, but still i had i had no, next to no strength 
no strength. And that was really tough to accept that because I'd always I thought of myself as fairly uh, fit and healthy when actually I wasn't. Um, so, you know, it's a great level of running. So um, during that time, um, I started to develop a few bits and pieces. My knees niggled a little bit. Um, um, definitely my shoulders did. Um, and that's kind of normal. That was by the by. But I started also getting uh, bruised toes uh, and sort of started looking into these typical runner injuries, runner's knees, runner, run, box toe, stuff like this. And started that one of the things box toe is basically when your toes slamming up against your your trainer against your shoe and i was kind of like i looked at loads of different uh, potential solutions different trainers uh, different ways around box toe and 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 looked at the the phys- physical sort of science and why that occurs and i just happened to come across i was following a guy called tony riddle who is a uh, uh, I think it's a natural lifestyle. I think um, if you search Tony Riddle on Instagram, you'll find him or search him on Google. And um, he does a lot of um, returning to nature kind of stuff. And one of the things, I happened to see a video with him and the Happy Pair, who was superb. They're uh, vegan plant-based uh, chefs over in Ireland. And they get up and they're just in incredible shape. They swim in the sea every day. And um, uh, they're around my age. Um as I think Tony is as well. Um, and they were all talking about barefoot running. And I had another sort of penny drop moment. I was like, well, if I don't wear trainers, the problem's gone of box toe. Um, uh, let's let's just try that. So I think towards the end of my couch to 5K, uh, I just went out barefoot. And I can't ever remember having really any issues. And maybe it was... Uh, it was so early days in my running sort of career, if you will, that um, the muscles hadn't really sort of, you know, super developed to that point. My point is maybe if I had been running to the level I am at now and always wearing trainers, the transition might have been a little bit more challenging. I know people say it takes a good few weeks, maybe even months just to adjust to it. For me, it was so early days that it was um, quite a simple move and it just felt great. i tell you what it did feel, it felt so light. Once you've got those trainers off, I just felt like, Oh, okay. The shackles were off a bit. Now I've videoed myself quite a lot, and uh, once I started running more, and noticed that um, I was really leaning into the run rather a lot, um, almost to a point where I was almost sort of developing that same C shape which you develop when you're, you know, sitting at a desk. I was noticing, you know, my posture wasn't where it should be. I certainly didn't run strong. Um, like uh, I felt I should should be looking. As I remember seeing a great. Um, um, little post came up on uh, Facebook or Instagram and it was like how I feel I look when I'm running park run 5k and it was uh, sort of you know an Olympic athlete and then really me <laughs> it was like this girl like a really hunched over in the C position with red cheeks and just looking knackered and I was like that isn't the that doesn't like look like that's going to bring me more good uh, form and posture into my life at that point just looking at my run position it looked like I was leaning forward it, it looked sort of uncomfortable didn't look strong and um, that was you know pre-barefoot and then as soon as I had was barefoot and started looking into 
how to run barefoot, not to drill feet into the ground, rather to to pull. They're always thinking about pulling your, your legs up and using your muscles to tread light, treading light as possible, listening to your run. Started listening to my breathing more, um, looking at my posture, getting my uh, body up and looking strong. Because you, you invariably find when you start doing this that you feel like you're running really straight, straight back, heads up, and you feel like you're really overdoing that. Um, but actually, when you look at yourself back, you're not at all. It's just you kind of got used to sort of, you know, the gravitational world-weary pull of, you know, shoulders forward and that, again, that spinal C-shape. So um, just carried on video myself, carry on looking at my posture and um, I really felt very connected with the barefoot run and the touching of the ground and uh, the grounding and being in touch with the earth. Um, there was something, again, very spiritual, connective about it, about that run. Uh, and that's a topic for another day, but just being in connection with the ground and uh, with the earth um, was um, something that just felt very good and beneficial. Um, so that was me done. Uh, then I started, you know, finding out about barefoot sort of running shoes, um, tried a whole bunch of those, settled on the, the, the Vivos, which I still wear uh, today, not the same pair, but um, they're quite expensive, but they're great. And they also have um, a fair few uh, vegan options as well. Um, and they're fully recycled as well. So I really like the brand. Um, as I say, fairly expensive, but they, they last. They really do last. And they have a great returns policy too. <laughs> so this isn't a Vivo advert, but I tried quite a few different um, barefoot uh, running shoes out. Um, a lot of the cheaper ones as well, and they're just not worth it well worth um, spending some money down but I use I wear those when I'm like running trail um, or you know if I just I don't know sometimes feel feel like it if it's really really cold uh, I'll often wear them um, or indeed if I'm often running on on tarmac but most of the time I'll I'll go to my local park I'll go to a, a, a I've got a golf course near me which is public they'll let you run on it which is great um, and uh yeah, as I say, I'm fairly easy myself. Tony Riddle's um, an impressive barefoot runner. He runs on everything. He'll do trail. He'll do um, the you know tarmac um, roads and stuff. Um, I tend to just, as I say, be easy on myself. Um, I run. I like to run on soft surfaces anyway. Um, so I'm not into sort of you know this, this kind of pound in the pavement. I really dislike that phrase. I'm into being gentle, being gentle on the joints. Uh, and enjoying the barefoot run, enjoying being touched with the ground and the earth and grasses. Um, I'd always recommend running on short grass. You don't want to get into long grass because you never quite know what's in it. Um, but encouraging you barefoot running very much. You're looking ahead. You're aware. You're looking at, because uh, people often say, oh, what about, you know, glass or, you know, sharp stuff? And it's like you, you're very aware of your surroundings much more than uh, when I was wearing trainers. Um and that's another joy of it. You become switched on and connected with um, with trainers who just kind of motor through a run. Or I was finding I was doing that very much sort of you becoming on autopilot um, with regards to my spirituality rather, rather than when I'm uh, barefoot running, I feel connected. I feel connected with the ground and what's on it and how everything feels. And it's amazing how you your body works. If you do go over something in like a sharp stone or something, how uh, how quickly your reflexes just pull that foot away. Um, obviously these things you wouldn't feel if you've got, um, you know, big 
triangular wedge of uh, foam or whatever they use in 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 soles these days for trainers. Um, you just wouldn't. You don't feel that. You literally don't feel that stuff. It's like it's like running something over in the car, and you just don't feel it. Um, uh, and barefoot running is a lot about feel, uh, and it's it's a beautiful thing. Uh, so I can't recommend that enough. Um, the postural improvements I've experienced have been huge, just huge. I had a. I, I was definitely had that world weary c-shape kind of lent over kind of just yeah had enough kind of body shape you know and i've been getting lower and lower um my shoulders coming forward and my back not being straight and uh, as the months and years pass with barefoot running um it's just helped absolutely no end so if you're interested in barefoot running, I absolutely, you know, implore you to get in there and give it a go. Say so it's really quite a straightforward thing. Uh, and if you, you know, you're concerned about um, going full barefoot just for the, you know, safety aspect and what you might run on, you can check out Viva Barefoots. And they're essentially uh, a running shoe, but they have uh, a very, very uh, hard wearing but thin protective sole on the bottom of them. Um, so they just give you enough uh, protection but you can still feel the ground so you still feel very much connected you're just not making that actual connection um, but they're great and I run in them um, probably 50-50 so I run in them quite a lot too so with my running story as it went on after that uh, couch to 5k I started doing 5k runs maybe a few times a week three times a week um, and then I think I probably did that for quite a long time, maybe about a year. And, um, and then I watched a podcast or watched a show about life after 5K, about how many people sort of just run a 5K. And I was kind of like, oh, that's me. So I needed to push myself further. I started doing 10K runs. Uh, and then I did some challenges. I did uh, 5K for a month uh, every day. And then I did 10 K for a month every day. So that was, that was tiring. That was like something like seven and a half marathons distance, uh, compacted down into, into one month. I remember that being quite a challenge. Um, especially just doing that consecutive run every day It's invariably days where you're just like, I do not want to run today. I don't have the time. I'm really happy doing what I'm doing, but you have to kick yourself out and do it. And that was a real, uh, a real lesson. Um, something else I, I did, I've done along the way is uh, my local park run. If you don't know about park run, park runs a worldwide uh, organization, which organizes 5k runs on a Saturday morning, um, all over the place. There's a lot in the UK, but I know they're also dotted around um, all over the world, throughout Europe and and beyond. And uh, yeah, you can just check that out uh, online. Parkrun's great. I mean, I, I like running a lot of the time because it's a solitary experience and I just like that experience. Um, but it, I must say it was really nice to get together and suddenly be in a run with 500 people and just experience that group run. And it's a real leveler because I was like, yeah, I've been running for like, you know, a year now. I'm, you know, I'm Mr. Run Dude, feeling really cool. And I remember going to runs and just sort of the big guys in the 70s that were like way ahead of me. It's like, oh, <laughs> OK, uh, I see. And just like people my age and uh, younger um, you know, guys in their 20s um, uh, who are just astonishingly quick that would lap you so fast. But also, like I say, guys in my, that were my age too, guys and women, uh, my age just smashing me up uh, on the 5K. And I was like, wow, okay. It's good to see. It's good to see. Um, 
how much more you have to learn and how much uh, how much you you one can achieve i remember on the 5k seeing looking on the list and seeing people turning it in at sort of in my age group maybe 17 uh, minutes 17 and a half minutes something like that and at the time i think i was doing about 25 minutes and i thought wow i was pretty quick so i was like that was a leveler um, so that's another story I set out then just really trying to get fast times um, and got really into that and it's just uh, always been there as a challenge I've, I've ticked over running this year and um, right now uh, last week I was doing a 5k day challenge and I've, I was a couple of weeks into that and thought you know what I, I've done this before I want a new challenge I felt really warmed up and ready and last year at the tail end of um, the summer and into um, autumn I'd done loads of challenges and uh, and I, I then went straight into doing ra- marathon training and uh, my knee was just got really sore. It wasn't the right time. So um, this time around, I've just started doing it for a week and, uh, you know, I feel really confident that I'm going to nail it this time. So, uh, you know, running uh, just is a wonderful, uh, wonderful thing to get involved with. Um, I know it's not everyone's cup of tea. It's not my wife's cup of tea, but she did pick it up for a, for a while last year and actually really started to get a lot out of it until she ended up dropping it again. And you know, it's been a, about a year now since she's done it. So um, it's not her, her thing, but she totally gave it a go and taught her to appreciate, you know, uh, she certainly, every time she did one, she was happier and full of beans a lot more than when she started. And that's a great thing, not just for your physical health, uh, but for your mental health as well. It's extraordinary. It really is. It's I, It has changed my life. And the approach to running, I s- just started applying to business. And um, again, that's a whole nother story. But that persistence and that consistency, um, learning that, on the track and learning that when I'm out running um, and then applying that to other areas of my life has really transformed so much about me um, and just the confidence I got from doing something which not everyone can do you know not everyone's run 10k in a month and everyone's done you know half marathons and you know I'm itching to get be part of that marathon club next so go check out the uh, couch to 5k app Check out Barefoot Running. Uh, the, sh- the shoes I use are wear are Vivo Barefoots. Um, I just encourage you to give it a try, even uh, if you're like, oh, I don't know. Um, it's a brilliant world out there. You can grab uh, apps like the Nike Run app, the one I use. There's uh, other stuff like Strava, there's stuff you can pay for. You can have coaches. The Nike Run app's great because you, you have a coach. Um, and there's so many coached runs, so you can start to, you know, if you're maybe just out and you enjoy running, that's one thing that's great. But if you start falling to feel like, you know, I want to push myself with this thing, um, then, uh, you know, there's a whole whole world of um, apps and uh, tech, you know, tech apps that you can get involved with. The other thing, just quickly before I go about running, which is great when we're talking about tech and tech apps, is one of the other things that I absolutely love about running is you don't need any gear i mean you you will be thrust upon run gear like any any interest it's like you need these get these supports you need this that you need the right breathable vest and you just you just need uh i've got a pair of run shorts uh, which i think are about like you know six quid or something and any old t-shirt because you know it's going to get sweaty and rained on and all the rest of it and you know that that's the beauty if you're just running barefoot then 
you don't you don't need any trainers. You you got nature's trainers, but you know you know might want to invest in a in a pair of uh, you know barefoots or indeed if you go the trainer route then a pair of trainers. Um, but uh, next to no gear, you can just get going. And as I say, if you want to go and try barefoot running, just go down to your local park uh, in a pair of shorts and and run and just get started. And that's one of the absolutely beautiful things about it. There's not too many other sports and pastimes which are that um, un- potentially uncommercial and uh, completely natural. Unlike any other sport, running is, it's you don't need a bat, you don't need a ball, you don't need to, you're not using your arms in a, you haven't got to build up your upper body so much. Your legs are already huge muscles and you are designed to be a runner. We're all runners. We're all runner athletes. Um, um, when humans are made to be that way, just look at the size of the muscles on your legs compared to the size of the muscles on your arm. So you're, you know, you're already predisposed to run and very quickly with a little bit of practice, uh, you'll start to get incredible results. And the benefits, as I say, from uh, what I've been talking about in this podcast today are absolutely massive. It's changed my life. Um, if you want to continue checking out my marathon story, you can check it out on uh, my Instagram, Johnny Goodlife. Um, and if you want to share yours, hook up, say hello. I'd love to um, uh, check out your journey. I hope you found today's podcast uh, really useful. I wish you all the best and get out there, go run um, and go have fun with it. My name's Johnny Good. I hope you enjoyed uh, episode two of Breaking the Shell. You take care of yourself.